This is episode 171, and this is John Lee Dumas. Adam, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm doing brilliant. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha. My name is Adam Lewis Walker, former athlete and teacher, now turned lifestyle and entrepreneur coach. I'm your humble guide on this journey to awaken your alpha. Each week we bring you the world's most successful minds to inspire you to act on your true potential. It's all about rising up to the next level to pursue your ultimate lifestyle and create your legacy. It is time to awaken your alpha. Okay, guys, we have a very special episode for you today. This is going to really mark season two of Awaken Your Alpha and coming back really strong with a man who's just reached a milestone in his podcast. We have John Lee Dumas on the line. He's the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire, an award-winning podcast revealing the journey of today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week, which is impressive. That's coming from someone who did three podcasts a week for a year. Seven podcasts, is he's a machine. And uh, it's not easy, and we're going to talk about that. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over $250,000 a month in revenue and offers a free 15-day course on podcasting at freepodcastcourse.com. Firstly, I'm going to jump in then and say, are you ready to awaken your alpha, John? Uh, let's awaken this alpha, Adam, <laughs> and burn the place to the ground. Brilliant. I mean, I mentioned <laughs> you, just, you just reached a milestone. 1,000-plus episodes now of Entrepreneur on Fire. Mind-blowing. I can't even believe that I've been talking for that long, but uh, it's been a great journey. And to just kind of picture the faces that I've interviewed over the last 1,000 days is just, it's an honor. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel just, yeah, I feel loaded up with doing like 150 interviews, but 1,000, that is just, and in my mind, it just, the more you do, the more the more value, the more enriched your life becomes and the more like interesting people you get to connect with. So I can only imagine, my friends. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Cool. So in your bio, I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times as well with a thousand interviews. Is there anything that's on your mind that you'd like to add to that bio that's uh, maybe not in there that, or just, just on your mind at the moment? Is there anything you'd like to add or sum up? Just, I would say that, you know, if you really want to get down to the core of who I am, it's a person who is obsessed with freedom. And, you know, by freedom, I'm really talking about being able to control my life and the day-to-day, -day, waking up. Mm. And looking at my calendar and knowing that I put those things on that calendar, knowing that I don't have to answer to anybody but myself. And I will say I'm quite a hard ta taskmaster, so it's not like I'm not a great boss to myself, but you know, <laughs> I would much prefer that to anything else because I've experienced for over a decade what it was like to work for other people yeah. and to not have control of my own destiny. And I never want to go back there. So I'm willing to work as hard as it takes to maintain the freedom that I've achieved yep. and to not risk it. So, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm very frugal, yep. you know, I'm very just conservative with the things and the lifestyle that I live because, you know, yes, we're generating a ton of revenue, but you know, every single day when I interview a new guest, it's another bankrupt yeah. story. You seem is, to is, always have the hunger. Always. I always have the hunger because I've heard the stories of my guests who have lost, you know, who have lost it all when they yeah. thought they were on top of the world. And and I don't, you know, as much as I admire them scratching their way back, yeah. I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> no, I was going to say, so apart from recording it, yeah, it's like a daily reminder when you're speaking, mm -hmm. when you're speaking to these people and inspiring for yourself, not only all, obviously all the millions that listen into you. When you mentioned about you're quite a hard taskmaster, I mean, John spent 13 months serving in Iraq and 
when people ask about near the start of my podcast, like, are you going to manage three podcasts or, uh, like a week? And I was like, hey, yeah, <laughs> John does seven a week. Don't worry about it. But then, <laughs> <laughs> then the reality of, I do mention now as well, yeah, he is a machine. He, he was in the military. I, I'm sure some of that discipline and that, that just efficiency crossed over into your podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you are responsible for deploying soldiers to war, <laughs> you learn pretty quickly how to become an efficient, just systematic machine. Yeah. yeah. When you were coming up with the idea of Entrepreneur on Fire, the awakening moment, the, this going for seven days a week, every day, what was like your the moment when it all started to click and what finally awakened you? That was the moment. Yeah. You know, I was desperate to have my aha moments. I wanted to have an idea that I could go off with. And, you know, the thing is, is for 10 years, you know, I didn't have that idea. And I was struggling, wondering, you know, why all these other people around me, not necessarily around me, but, you know, that I was listening to on podcasts or reading about in books were having these great ideas. Yeah. And I was jealous of that. And, and, and finally, it was just like it was sitting there in front of me all the time that, hey, like, you know, my idea is to do what nobody's done before. And that's do a seven day a week podcast interviewing inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, because I know that I would be listening to that podcast if yeah. it was out there, because I'm looking to be inspired by others, failures and aha moments. So let's put this out there. You know, let's let's do all the right things. Let's dive in head first. Let's hire the mentors. Let's, let's you know, let's get the classes. Let's get the equipment and let's see if this works. So, I mean, I, I did go all in too. like I quit the job. You know, I went full board. And, and this is one thing that we talk about a lot on my show is yeah. sometimes it's a good thing, Adam, to have your back against the wall. Sometimes yeah. it's a good thing to have no other thing to do but succeed because failure is just not an option. Because when failure is not an option, then guess what? It doesn't happen because it's not an option. Yeah. And so I see that with myself when I put myself in that situation with my back against the wall, knowing that I wasn't going to go back to corporate America. Yeah. And I see that with a lot of my guests as well. So a lot of people yeah. email me all the time. They just say, oh, my God, John, like I just had a baby and I just did this. And I just got fired. I'm like, good. Like yeah. we are survivalists as human beings. Your back's against the wall. Execute. I completely agree. And one of the things that held me back, well, apart from myself for many years, was I was straddling the two worlds, basically, entrepreneur part-time, employee part-time. And it was because I had my plan B was too good, was too comfy, too cushy. So it was when I had to sever that and my back was up against the wall. And that is when I only only then did I start to see results because like you said, there was not really an option then. I'd removed the plan B, which and that was from listening to a lot of people like yourself and people being that I had interviewed. And uh, that is something I took away. It was a really powerful thing. Totally. I'm trying to sort of come at it from a different angle because I know you've been interviewed just a few times. How many <laughs> interviews would you say? I don't know if you're crazy enough to keep score but how many interviews in the ballpark figure have you done since entrepreneur being interviewed yourself that is yeah you know that is actually a number i should probably have my va go back through <laughs> my calendar it'd be it'd be a it'd be a pretty big task but it would be uh, it would be doable yeah. um to figure that out but it must you know be close it's close to matching how many interviews you, you entrepreneur on fire has put out I'd say about 500. If I had Ooh, okay. to guess, I'd say about 500. Oh, you're, um, you're taking it easy nowadays. That's good. Yeah. You know, I'm only doing four a week now and I do eight <laughs> interviews for EO Fire a week. So that's kind of what I'm posting it Ooh. off of. So, yeah. you know. Okay. okay. It's, good. it's good to have balance in life. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so 
I want to jump into, I know you did it on your thousandth episode, so I know hopefully it'd be quite fresh in your mind, but I think it's very valuable for if people haven't listened to Entrepreneur on File. Can't go through maybe sort of like the top five list lessons you learned from a thousand plus episodes. Yeah, sure. What was number one? <laughs> I just listened to it. Um, relationships was number one. <laughs> I'm just kidding too. I have it pulled up, but Ooh, I just wanted to put you on close. the spot. I think I got second. that one. <laughs> so number one is relationships are everything and they really are everything. You know, for me, like I had a lot of like thoughts about what would make entrepreneur on fire successful when I launched, but that was as a naive, you know, entrepreneur who had never done anything before or hosted a show or anything. I definitely underestimated by a long shot the power of the relationships that I was forming with pe with the with the people that I was interviewing with my guests and you know the the traffic that they sent and the recommendations that they had and the future joint venture partnerships that was absolutely epic that was a critical part of my successful journey and i just you know have to say like people cannot underestimate the value of relationships so everything that you're doing no matter what that might be realize that relationships are everything you know you want yeah. to be adding value to every relationship that you're going into and if and if you're not getting value back you know what that's on them that's not on you but you want to be that person that that you know whoever you're going to or towards that they are saying hey you know what this person added value to my life now i completely completely agree i know relationships was number one is there any more that spring to mind that you've learned well, the dip is huge. I mean, we need to realize that, mm -hmm. hey, being an entrepreneur, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. And as Seth Godin, you know, has in his book, The Dip, you know, sometimes when you're in a hole, the only way to get out of it is to stop flipping digging, you know, as much as we want to, to you know, to keep digging and, and, and to, to persevere and to persist. Sometimes that's not the right answer. Like this is where you need to listen to your intuition and your gut. So, you know, the dip's going to happen, you know. It's never as good as it seems and it's never as bad as it seems. You know, that's one thing I always tell myself because, you know, frankly, you know, things have been really good for Entrepreneur on Fire yeah. for a really long time. Um, you know, we are consistently bringing in hundreds of thousand dollars of revenue every single month. Um, you know, I'm just seeing, you know, the the bank accounts, you know, skyrocket, the listings skyrocket. Everything's going great. Yeah. But I, I do need to remember, like, it's never as good as it seems. <laughs> but at the same time, it's never as bad as it seems either. Um, you know, when those inevitable dips do happen. And I think that's a critical thing for people to realize. Perfect. And number three or three even. <laughs> <laughs> do you know it or do you want me to say it? I, I, I'd like you to say it. Well, you can pick because you don't have to do them in order. You could, you know, you might enjoy the journey. Earl Nightingale. I love this guy. He says success and happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And my keywords, there are always gradual and worthy because listen, we're not beelining towards a finish line. And that's where I think a lot of um, startup founders really flounder and don't really have happy lives. You know, like we see a lot of these things in Silicon Valley where, you know, oh my God, like this person, you know, raised $35 million in venture capital and, you know, they're working 16 hours a day and yeah. da da da. And then, like, seven years down the road, if they're lucky, you know, just raising 17, you know, $35 million, that doesn't put a cent in your pocket. That just means that you're putting yeah. it right back into the business because, you know, people who are investing money in your business, they are not letting you take anything more than the bare minimum from that. Um, and then maybe 10 years down the road, you know, they have their big sale, which they were just, they thought was, you know, everything, you know, and then, and then maybe they do walk away multimillionaires. And again, that's a very small percentage of people yeah. who make that, that successful exit. 
but then what? I mean, then they're then they're just kind of like, okay, like I was, you know, that was my life. Yeah. Now it's over. And I have a ton of money, but I just wasted the last ten or not wasted, but I just spent yeah. the last ten or fifteen years, you know, killing myself. And now it's like, what's next? And so I'm more focused with the journey yeah. and with the actual gradually realizing not just any ideal, but a worthy ideal. Yeah. And it, I mean, it comes across, I know we mentioned, obviously, you have a work rate in there. You're a bit of a machine, but you are very efficient <laughs> with your time. So you do make sure you have time to endure the journey. And you, you block, obviously, you block all your interviews that you're doing together. You block, you're very tight on time and you block all the interviews that you do for Entrepreneur on Fire as well. So you do have spare time to enjoy life and do other things. And, you know, like you say, enjoy the journey. No, absolutely, totally, all of these different things. And I think what's really important here on this process is to realize that, hey, like this is your life. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't just a goal that needs to be achieved. This isn't just a financial reward that you're going to get at the end. You know, this is really, really important for us, you know, as entrepreneurs to say, hey, let's enjoy life. Let's do what we want to do because we want to do it. And, you know, let's let's have a viable business because of it. But like, let's not let it consume yeah. our lives. Well, I'm sure like if someone said to you, if you've got like quite a nice work life balance and you're doing OK, you might not have been doing that well, but you're doing OK and you're happy with your lifestyle. If someone said to you, right, if you double the amount of hours you work, you'll get double the amount of revenue. And I think instantly a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I'll go for that. But if you really think about it, would you? Because then you, you're doubling the revenue. But you've got no time, you've got no life. It literally sucks out the balance and ultimately, like you said, you'll be in trouble 20 years down the line. Then you try and start to recapture it, enjoy yourself again and you know, you never know what's going to happen. Mm, couldn't agree more. Cool. Okay. So we're pretty much to the uh, alpha round. I just, before <laughs> that, I want to ask you the Yoda question, which is who helped awaken your alpha? Was there a specific person who inspired you from afar or it could be someone that you actually met in person? Yeah, you know, I say one person that really did inspire me from afar would be uh, Andrew Warner of Mixergy because okay. I can clearly remember back in 2009, you know, I was walking the bay here in San Diego because I've lived here in San Diego since 2009, you know, okay. um, and, and, and you know, I didn't launch Entrepreneur Fire until 2012. But from those three years, from 2009 to 2012, I mean, I had aspirations to to have freedom and to be in control of my own destiny, et cetera. And so I would take these walks along the bay and I would, you know, listen to these audio books, which led me to audio podcasts, which mm -hmm. led me, you know, to Andrew Warner. And then hearing him interview and the way he interviewed entrepreneurs and, and the way he pulled out, you know, the, the value and and the way he just really just kind of shared that, it made me, you know, excited and say, man, I want more of this. And like, I, you know, love everything that he's having as far as conversation wise. And I would love to be having these conversations with guests as well. I think it would be unbelievable. Yeah. And, and so I finally, that's like planted the first seed that allowed me to, to see myself actually doing this at some point down the road. And that seed did blossom into what now is Entrepreneur on Fire. And, you know, now Andrew has actually become a close friend of mine. And, and you know, we, and we've done some things together and they're continuing to do so. And it's just crazy to see how that has progressed all because, you know, I consumed the content, I listened, I applied, I followed passions, I followed ideas, and I made things happen. Absolutely brilliant. Your origin question, where are you originally from in America? The state of Maine. And was it straight from there, obviously through the, through the army or military, and then was it to San Diego or was there anywhere in between? 
Yeah, well, the 30-second uh, rundown yep. is born and raised in Maine for the first uh, 18 years of my life. Graduated high school, went to college in Rhode Island for four years on an Army scholarship. So then when I graduated college at 22, spent the next eight years as an officer, four active, four under reserves, did a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq. Um, then I went to Boston, where I um, was in corporate finance for a while. Then I went to New York City for an internet startup, and then I moved out to San Diego to get into real estate, and and that's oh. 2009 when I moved out to San Diego. Oh, I would have assumed without getting the story as well, because so many of the people I interview, I know uh, I had Chan uh, Chandler Bolt on recently, and so many people gravitate, entrepreneurs that is, gravitate towards San Diego. So I just assumed that's why you went there, not for the real estate. No, I'm the reason why people gravitate to San Diego. <laughs> I, I've established it as the hotbed. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Right. This is going to get serious now. This is the yin yang round. So this is to find out a little bit more about you and hopefully potentially something you haven't been asked in an interview before. That's the hope with this one. Sure. Okay. So I'm just going to give you some 50, 50 options and you just go with your gut and, uh, and we'll I'm see what happens. Okay. UK or Australia? Australia. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was my gut. San Francisco or New York? San Francisco. Beer. I love both, by the way, but go ahead. Beer or vodka? Vodka, all the way. Okay, tea or coffee? Tea. If you was being chased, bear or shark? Duh. So I guess I'd, I'd be in the water if I was being yeah, chased by a shark? Yeah, you'd be in their element, really. So we're thinking okay. a wood for a bear and uh, in the water okay. for a shark. Both are terrifying for obvious <laughs> reasons, but definitely a bear. Because, I mean, I just feel like at least I'm in my element, too, where in the water it's like I got nothing. Oh yeah, you know you you can have a go at a bear. You never Did know. anybody has anybody ever answered shark? Yes. Oh my god, that's yes. That they're they're focusing on the you know the punch to the eye, the eye gouge, and the fact that a bear will you know just chase you down and climb up a tree and yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no great answer. I mean. <laughs> it's always interesting though. Um, and then we're gonna move on. This is the complete blank around. This okay. is This is where you just have to complete the blank, fill in the answer, and we find out a little bit more about you. Sure. If I was ever to visit Maine, I should? Eat lobster. Okay. Your best friend would describe you as? Gregarious. Would you like to elaborate? elaborate? <laughs> On what the word gregarious means? <laughs> Both, I think. Let me actually, I'm, I'm typing in gregarious right now. <laughs> and it means fond of company and sociable. So I like I mean, company I and that. I'm sociable. I mean, actually, it's even better now that I read the definition than I thought. <laughs> I was going to say, it's good to learn. I'm always learning. Lovely. Okay. Outgoing, friendly, affable, amiable, genial, warm, chummy. Right. Gregarious. Chummy. Oh, chummy. I like that. I'm going to add that to my bio then. I like that. He was fun-loving and gregarious. That was a, <laughs> that's a sentence. <laughs> okay. The last time you were drunk was? Uh, 10 days ago. Was it anything of note or just yeah. days ago? Yeah, I was ago? back in Maine and I went with my sister, um, brother-in-law, uncle, mother, and Kate, my girlfriend, yep. to the Oxford Hills Casino where we drank scotch and played uh, casino games like craps and nice. blackjack all night long. Living the life. This is good. Okay. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, it would be? Bacon. Ah, I like it. Okay, and what is your favorite movie of all time and why? Legends of the Fall. I just love oh. the there's so many different parts of it. You is know, there's Brad Pitt four, fan or is he just in it for you? Or is he I'm a no, I'm a Brad Pitt fan. Okay, and cool. I'm definitely an Anthony Hopkins fan yeah. um, as well. And this just it just spans life. It just spans so many different things. War, 
growing up, going off to college, coming back, Montana, which is so beautiful. Yeah. It's an epic movie, and yeah. I think it's underrated. I can't yeah. believe it. It is legendary. There we go. And then we're going to really dig into now and get some resources and your favorite books for you know inspiring people or just ones that maybe is your book of the month at the moment that you're really into. Could you recommend a specific book that is either an all-time favorite or, or one that you're into at the moment? Well, book of the month would be 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. I'm rereading it because I've already read it before. but yeah. And I rarely reread books because I do have a little bit of a photographic memory when it comes to reading. Um, yeah. I have a horrible memory in other areas. But ah. just for some reason with reading, like I just don't forget what I read. And that um, is, a, is a book that I am rereading and I'm loving. And awesome. Just a book that I say for all time, you know, great one to start it, start off with is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Oh, I've actually got that. <laughs> I got that for my birthday. Just for you. Oh, lovely. Um, have you interviewed Robert Greene? Because that was one of my favorite interviews. And if that's one of your books, have you interviewed him yet? I have. Great interview. Ah, I was going to suppose the question is, have you had him on twice yet? Because I know you. some people come back for repeat appearances with you. Right. Repeat appearances are really for focused reasons, ah. and there's been no good reason for him to come back on. So come I would on, love Robert, to have yeah. him on again if he if he gives me a good reason. Okay, cool. A productivity resource, it can be high-tech or low-tech, just one that you'd recommend to anyone who's listening in. Schedule once changes everything. Boom. I mean, that's how I book Agreed. everything that I do. <laughs> that's good. That's confirmed for me. Good stuff. Um, what would you say is one of your personal alpha habits that keeps you on the straight and narrow? I do a 35-minute power walk every single morning first thing, and that's critical for getting my cortisol levels high, for just kind of getting my blood flowing, getting oxygen outside, fresh air, huge. Okay. What would you say is a, an alpha quote or a success quote that really resonates with you and you like to live your life by? Is any spring to mind? Albert Einstein quotes, Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And the first, you know, well, I shouldn't say the first, but really the the decade from 22 to 32, those 10 years, I was trying to become a person of success, chasing mm -hmm. success, fame, fortune, money. And I failed yeah. over and over again. But when I flipped it on its head and tried to become a person of value and did become a person of value with Entrepreneur on Fire, everything changed. Brilliant. Um, who would you recommend I interview next? And obviously you've got a massive wealth of people to choose from who you think would be a good person to come and awaken your alpha, really an alpha in your mind and a good interview? I'd say Josh Ship, S-H-I-P-P. Ship, okay. Nice, what does he get up to? He is a youth speaker. Okay, brilliant. Could we just pick, what would you say is your number one way for people listening in because they're still thinking, how does he do it? What is your number one way to make money from a podcast currently? Building an audience mm -hmm. by just creating free, valuable, and consistent contents. That can be once a week, twice a week, three times a week, whatever that might be. Minimum once a week, yeah. free, valuable, and consistent. And whatever niche that is, you have to find that niche so you can really connect with people. And then reach out to your audience and say, hey, you've been listening for a while now. What is your number one struggle? And then have them share with you their pain points, their struggles, their obstacles, their challenges, and then you create the solution for them in the form of a product or a service or a community. And that is the best way to monetize. What is the future for Entrepreneur on Fire? 
The future for Entrepreneur on Fire is really getting back to the basics. You know, we've never left the basics, but, you know, going back to the basics of what really works. And that's free, valuable, and consistent content. You know, in early January of 2015, we launched freepodcastcourse.com, mm -hmm. which has been unbelievably successful with over 16,000 people have gone through that. It's a completely free course and you can find it at freepodcastcourse.com. And in 15 days, it just teaches you how to podcast. And like that is a free course that a lot of people would say, why aren't you charging money for it? And I say, you know, because this is what got us to where we are by delivering free, valuable, consistent content. And the same thing goes with our free webinar course, which is in 10 days, it teaches you how to create and present webinars that converts. And you can find that at thewebinarcourse.com. And that's what it's all about, just providing people with more free, valuable content. Perfect. And finally, what do you see yourself doing, if you can see beyond this, beyond the podcast, if it ever, if you decide to ever lay it, sort of finish it up, or are you going to be still doing this when you're 80? Uh, there might be some travel shows in my future. Who knows? I like to travel. Oh, awesome. Brilliantly. What's the best way people can connect with you if they want to know more about Entrepreneur on Fire or they want to just know more about yourself? All the magic happens at eofire.com. That's where our free trainings are. That's where all of our podcasts are. It's really a great wealth of information there. Brilliant. And I could personally recommend him is the inspiration for Awaken Your Alpha. That's the man who made me think free shows a week is no trouble because he's doing seven. <laughs> and I went through one of his trainings on podcasting, not a free one, a paid one. So if you think about the quality you get when you go through one of his free courses, Think about if you dip your hand in your pocket and the, the quality goes up even more. So Love um, it. highly recommended and uh, I'm a long time listener. Um, I can't keep up to everyone. I have to admit that. <laughs> but <laughs> I like the way you can dip in and I know you're always there, man. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today, John. It was awesome. Thanks, Adam. It was a blast. Each week we bring you the world's most successful minds to inspire you to act on your true potential. Head over to ayalpha.com, the number one place for you to get the most out of the show. Join up, sign up there for free, and I will hook you up straight away with my top five interviews with the world's best experts to help you specifically take more action, achieve mastery in the key areas of life, and create your legacy. Head over to ayalpha.com and I will hook you up with a free gift as well. Head over there, support the show. I'd love a review. It is that, you know, that is what will help this show getting bigger and better and bringing you the best guests. It is time to awaken your alpha.